Spreading faster than a case of the clap in a trailer court. Able to shatter eardrums within a 666 mile radius. A podcast more brutal than all the rest. It's Murder Metal All right, we're here at the uh, Dark History Convention. We got Christopher Saint Booth here with us, uh, doing a little interview with Murder Metal Mayhem. I appreciate you taking the time out. Yeah, thank you very much. Sir. Yeah. How's uh, How's everything been with you? you? I know you're a busy guy. You got a lot going on. Uh, we'll probably get to that when we close this out. Some new stuff coming up. We can let our listeners know because anybody that knows about the Booth Brothers knows you guys specialize in paranormal. A lot of awesome uh, documentaries you've done about the paranormal. Uh, one of the subjects I'm really interested in, because you've got some of them here at this booth, is these exorcism kits. Kits. And they're. Can you tell us a little bit about that. Well, we started collecting, um, I, I guess, things you would call as attachments, because um, we're doing a new show called The Attached. So it, it kind of all started where we were looking for things that had an epic story behind them and what kind of landed on my lap, which was weird, was at a, a big estate auction, there was this one item that nobody would buy. No one would touch it. Oh, wow. It didn't matter. Nobody would touch it. But that is like an invitation for me to Yeah, right? That just says, well, now I need to get this. I need so, and what that was was the, le- the real exorcism Emily Rose. Uh, the real girl that happened to, she died at 23 years old, was Annalise Mikkel, and she's from Germany. Yep. And her estate went in and started selling everything, and a priest that was a family friend had, had gotten that box, and he wanted to get rid of it. And so they started auctioning a lot of stuff off the estate. So I went in and I, I did a bid, and... Um, no one else would bid for it because they were really scared of it. I'm sure. Now, is this, there any attachment, like, for somebody that, I mean, the, is the fear legit that whatever entity came out of that exorcism could be attached well, if, to if, that? If you know the exorcism, it's really, it's the only exorcism where, where I mean, it's interesting, did it work or didn't, she died right. during the exorcism. Right. But she wanted to die because she believed that if she died, she would trap the d- seven demons that was inside her, okay, and take them down and take pull. Them down and well, basically, she was the jail and kept them, and they were. She was buried with them inside her, wow. and she believed that's what she wanted to do instead of, you know, be exercised and then where would those demons go? I see. Okay. So for that reason, they bring in this whole exorcism and the exorcism boxes in her bedroom. It, the energy felt the exorcism in the room, so. Whether you believe, you know, you know the dark energy attached to it, which I have to, I had to kind of do a wake-up call. How is my belief? And I think if you have a little crack, and it doesn't matter what you believe in, as long as you believe in something, right. passion, um, is that I believe, you know, in the light so much, and still becomes very man-made, because you know I believe in God, but a lot of it to me is man-made. 
okay. you know, for money as, as like right, anything. Right. But well, I do believe, yeah, I do believe in Jesus, but how much I don't know, but I, I'm Church of England, so I do believe in him, but we don't worship him every day. So I'm looking and I'm opening the box when it first arrives in a big trunk, and I'm going, oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. And so I put, what am I opening I up? I put rubber gloves on. Like, oh, wow. how would that protect me? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm also because, because it's musty. That box is 1878. It was made. Wow. The exorcism happened in 73. She died in 74. I mean, throughout the, the concepts of the last three months. But um, it uh, opened it up, and I expected the feeling of dread which is usually what you get. Oh, no, I did the real Exorcist house, as you let the DVD, yeah, the Exorcist yeah. house. We were the first in there, so I had a copy of the Real Diary. And that place feels like there's absolutely no hope. Really? Okay. And that is the worst feeling you could ever, meaning no matter, you know, you're working on your car, you hope that you're going to be able to fix it. Right. right. Imagine the feeling of no hope, or no there's no hope for your life, or no hope for your family. That dread feeling, dread. It's horrible. Wasn't well, that the inscription over the gates of hell? Supposedly, yeah, abandon all hope. Yeah, you yeah. Well, yeah, well, that's what it feels here. like. Yeah. Wow. And it's a really bad feeling. You can't, you can't shake it. I, I think that house needs to be pulled down. The exercise. But so I was expecting that same kind of energy. But I opened it up and I felt, oh my God, it worked. It, a completeness came out of it. Really? And it that's wasn't cool. scary because we have a lot of convent crosses that are over 125 years old. So we have those in the basement where we keep our, our stuff as well as that. So with all that energy, it actually blew out our internet router that was downstairs. Wow. Because it was just all, wow. You feel almost invincible with that kind of energy behind. It's a passion and a belief. Like anything, you must believe and have so much passion that you feel really good when you look at something that reminds you to stay on track, whether you're a Buddhist. I mean, that whole concept of a Buddhist statue is to look at it and go, gives you peace, go, okay, cool, I can make it through the day. Right. The concept of a Jesus is like, hey, he's going to protect you. So the energy from all that just was very, very positive to me. And I realized that if you had a crack in your belief system, that's why you should be worried, because then it would get through. So it's important not to have a crack in whatever you believe and then you've made that solid wall. Well, that's what they tell the exorcist and that actual rite of exorcism is don't show any break. Like you're yeah, talking about no break, no, no weakness, don't yeah. engage directly. There's a lot of that kind of stuff in that Roman rite of exorcism. Your belief. Yeah, which would jive with that. I did a, a show for the Discovery at Destination America, I think it was two or three years ago, and it was called Exorcism Live. And it was a big live event where the Oh, actual, I remember that. Yeah, you guys did that? Yeah, I was oh. on it. I, oh, okay. I, I bought the diary. I was like going on there for like 10 minutes. And <laughs> they actually should have put it in more because it was actually the real diary about the house that was going in. But I have to tell you, nobody would go into that house. Nobody from the networks would go into the house. Right. It was a big production. Everybody was scared. Because I had already been in it since, in 2009 to do that show. Right. So I returned 10 years later, basically. I see. You knew what to expect when you went well, in Well, it there. actually was worse. Oh, was it oh, worse wow. the second time? Yeah, the oppression was even... Do people even, live there now? Yes. There's a, a gentleman that owns wow. it. Wow. And he's sort of a goth rocker. And the reason why we went in there was his girlfriend got pregnant. And 
she was going to make the exorcism boys' bedroom into a nursery. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. And I'm going, no, whether, you believe, whether you believe the exorcism is real or you believe that the boy was meant to, he was a boy, not a girl. Um, right, Robbie believe, uh, his, yeah. Actually, his real name is Ronald Hunter. That's his real name. Um, you can find that on the internet, so I'm not giving it away. Oh, no, no. Real, that's his real name. And he's, I don't know if he's still alive, but if he would be alive, he'd be close to 80 or just over than 80 years old now. I heard and he lived, you know, like a somewhat normal life after yeah, that. Absolutely. Well, he became a, a, a scientist, and he actually developed patterns, patterns, that's where it. he, he uh, created the, the heat shield for the moon unit. Really? So when it, the first in the 60s, when the moon unit went off, he created the shields. Oh, wow. So you wouldn't burn up in space. Oh, he actually cool. he actually developed that. Oh, wow. So that's interesting. Yeah. But uh, so, you know, her exorcism was really terrible. And, and you know, she died at 23 years old, 64 pounds. Yeah, I, just, I remember seeing the pictures. Yeah, I don't have the pictures on my table because some it's of the real, sounds she terrific. made was horrific. Oh, my God, those tapes are very hard to Ugh. listen to. And there was no tapes when we did the Exorcist, the real true story, because we had actually the church does not allow you to to record an exorcism. Right. Only make a transcription, which is the transcription I have. So uh, we actually utilized some. Of, some of those sounds in the movie that you have just gone. Okay, yeah, so you'll hear it because it it's the concept of what a real exorcism is. Okay, but the movie, you know, it, it goes much depth. Like for instance, when the boy was possessed, he wrote on the sheets what his devil told him, to, what the devil told him to do. Right. So the priest would put wrapping paper on at night, and then in the morning they would pull, they change his bed, they would pull the wrapping paper sheets off and study what he wrote on it. Wow. And we show you those sheets. Wow. Interesting. Intense cool. stuff. Yeah, I bet. Now, you guys have done a lot of different, you know, stories, obviously. What's the one that sticks with you? Is there one particular one well, we that really hangs We lost with our you? paranormal virginity, so, as, so to speak, to Death Tunnel, which is Wayville Sanatorium. And we didn't really, we did a one horror movie before that down in Linda Vista Hospital, and we did think did actually feel that we saw this little girl ghost running around, but we weren't really in the paranormal. But when we got down to Kentucky, Louisville, Louisville, Kentucky, and saw the sanatorium, it supposedly, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of people died in that tunnel of death where they would wheel the bodies out. Right. We filmed the horror movie there. Oh, wow. So... And you thought you saw something? Oh, there. I did see oh, something. Did, okay, I caught it something. on I caught it on a camera. We oh, were wow. scouting there. Yeah, it's actually in the documentary we did, Spooked, because when we were down there making the movie, it was so beyond, the activity was so real. We were making a horror movie in a real haunted place, <laughs> but the activity came out on wow. the our film. I brought in another film crew into film us filming. Oh, wow. And we made a documentary called Spooked, The Ghost of Wayward Sanatorium, and then Sci-Fi Channel bought that. Sony did the movie and Sci-Fi Channel bought the documentary, and then after that we started, you know, doing documentaries for the Sci-Fi oh, Channel. Oh, wow. And so when did you do that? What were, when 2006. Okay. The movie, Death Tunnel was 2004, Spook was 2006, and then we did Children of the Grave, and then we did another See, that's what I saw, was the first 
feelings I had with you guys was that Children of the Grave documentary with those shadow people yes. in the wood line. That yeah. is freaky. It is freaky. And then that zombie road that you guys talk about on there. With well, the, the thing about shooting in a forest is haunted. <laughs> right. You can't get the out of there because in a house or an asylum yeah, you, you can, can walk escape, out the door but, yeah, but in a forest especially six miles down you right. gotta walk you gotta you know three it was like three miles in three miles out yeah. you had to work three miles out of here right and he, so you couldn't just get the fuck out right you know I mean? no that so. freaked me out when i first saw that and that's when I, my first uh thing i had ever seen that you guys did i was like wow that's i remember really that just like yesterday and and i remember falling onto the bed on the hotel at, at the end of the day and going wow just wow yeah because I, we searched for those dream. shadow figures yes we shot those shadow figures and we couldn't find them till the end and it was the thermal imager you know represent the exact image as the picture they send us yeah and i but i also um this is not in the show, but the EVPs we were getting were almost mechanical alien sounding. Really? They were like tones that went, blah, 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 blah. and I went, what the hell is that? Right before I would talk, so it would be what they'd go, da 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 da, and then you would hear me say, look over there, like it was referencing me to say the style and what I was going to say, meaning to get away from where I was looking or give me a clue where to where look at. But wow. either way, and that's why I started realizing that, you know, all these ghost hunting shows, they get all these children, shadow children, they call them shadow children, and they all seem to have big heads, if you've noticed, and all these, right. they're called imps or whatever. And I said, why are they truly, why do you oh. want to think that they're a ghost? Because they could be an alien. Good they God. could be coming through the paranormal realm between your blinks, I mean, you blink, the things you are missing. I, I don't know the exact amount, but the scientific concept is that, that you're missing 15 minutes every day in your life every time in between your blink. So imagine if something knew and could move oh, in between wow. your blinks or come out and get out. That's crazy. Uh, I've never heard that. That's before. interesting. That is, yeah, it's true, that's though. Wow. It's actually true. Crazy. I've never heard So that's that. where the concept of, hey, I saw it out the corner of my eye. Uh, okay. And that's where Vortex, in another show, I actually caught a Vortex photo. You take a shot, take a shot, and, the, and a shot in the second photo is totally spinning. So the frame caught you in between your blink, and that's where it happened, and the whole room turned around. Wow. So, I mean, I love that kind of stuff because yeah, it's really fascinating cool. stuff. A lot better than just getting a cool spot by a you know, a night right. vision ghost hunting right. camera, right. Yeah. which is so overused now. It is, it is. It feels cold over here. No, I saw some <laughs> shit for real though. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for taking the time. Yeah, my yeah, Mother, mother, man.